hurtling with the speed of winged Pegasus himself. The Chattanooga Drive-In Show hurls toward your cerebral cortex at the speed of pod. Dusting off your tympani membranes with the thundering groove vibrations of relevant matters delivered with brutal honesty by loving neighbors who only want what's best for you. Hosts who want to help you achieve a higher topical knowledge quotient, a steady rise in conversational knowledge about the burning issues of the day globally, nationally, regionally, locally, an increased focus and importance placed on matters of the heart and conscience. We want you to be the king or queen of the workplace water cooler conversation and we'll occasionally try to slide in an occasional fart joke or some stupid story. Um, all right, here's here's our new game. Remember when I told you to put a pin in it? Don't let us forget that yesterday. Yeah. You just blew right by I it. You never it. came back to it. Left the pin, left the paper, left the whole damn thing. I don't remember what the pin goes. was in. Me neither. No, the pin the pin was in this. This is this is our new this is our new thing. What we're going to start doing sometime very soon. I've I've mentioned the fact watching the news, the local news. Oh, the Savannah Guthrie voice. That was it. At our house. At our house. <laughs> yes, is, yes. Is is brutal. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm naturally a critical person. I, really, I critique very often. I critique often. And Rebecca, you know, served in the media for a long time, and she's got a meaner streak than most people think. I mean, she's sweet, she's angelic, but I mean, she's she's got a straight razor and she uses it, and and she's just like me. We literally, and this is not a joke. I mean, we sometimes watch the local news through our fingers, like we're, we're watching a horror movie. We're going, my God, it's so bad. I talk to my TV, <laughs> and that, that's what uh, here I we go. So here I we do get, it. So here we go every so, day. So Rebecca, I'm make, like, why are you there? Makes fun of the Valley Girl voices of yes. all of the reportresses. <laughs> Local, regional, national anchors, and and I mean, and she pegs them. She pegs them. Here's some girl, you know, that ends every sentence on a question yeah. uprise, uh-huh. and you know, uses the same thing. And I said, here's what we ought to do. We ought to have you imitate Rebecca imitating the person and see if people can guess who it is <laughs> <laughs> and, and if it was savannah guthrie it would be savannah guthrie yeah. if it was carolyn corrigan it'd be carolyn corrigan whoever it was but you know she she just she will peg somebody they would just say an offhand sentence and i wouldn't be paying attention and all of a sudden i realized she's right they were just they're not speaking correctly right and and so she and she and we laugh and and then I start thinking about you and the, yeah so you, so you imitating her and see if people can actually trace it back. The the amazing thing is how it seems like they oftentimes seem like aliens who are mimicking human speech. They're yeah. not actually they don't know what they're saying. Yeah. They're just mimicking someone else saying. They're something. like the 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 cast on the on the the real spaceship and Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you know what I'm talking about. This morning, Al- this morning, Allison Pryor, the the meteorologist on three in the morning, uh-huh. said maybe you, maybe you should just savor your coffee on the inside today. It's just a little bit cool out. And I literally said, "Shut up, Allison! What Don't do tell I, me what to do." What do I do? Splash coffee on my face? There's my no other way. My daughter comes to. in. She goes, "Mom." <laughs> I literally, I, I heard the same words come out of my wife's mouth today, and it was not. I did, it might have been a different show, different morning newscast. But she said, 
I am so tired of you weather people telling me what to do. All right, so I can't cut the grass anymore. I can't wash my car anymore. Might be a so good now, day for growing. Now, what am I? The leaves are down. I can't go leaf peeping. What is it now? I mean, they they had something, something. Maybe you can, you know, take the pups out for a walk at the park and see if you can find a good fluffy squirrel to chase. Maybe today. you can kiss Why my you, ass. Man, just stop giving us suggestions. How about you go out and on the night and walk and look at the water? Chattanooga Drive-In Show, brave, beautiful, inevitable concept. When I Some say, lovely, lovely puddles out there you can glance into as you're on your morning walk. Puddle, that hey, pooling, get get the word pooling in. That's that's new. That's the new yeah, phrase. Some new uh, that's pooling, the new phrase. Pooling of precipitation yes, on your we, driveway. Yeah, we've got some pooling at I-75. Um, the inev- the inevitable part of the concept. You do the funniest voice is the fact that this had to happen at some point. Somebody was going to do a local podcast just like this, not just like this because they don't have the talent, they, they don't have the, the the wherewithal, they don't have the raw materials that we do at the Chattanooga Drive-In the Show. Building blocks. You know, or theater the of the mind. Courage. Entertaining <laughs> and informative and hopefully giving you all the information you need in a shorter amount of time and in a more enjoyable format than you're normally used to getting. Here in the Lodge Cast Iron Studio, the Lodge Cast Iron Studio. Keep talking. I'm going to take my hoodie off. I'm burning alive You here. go right ahead. And, and I'm just going to say real fast, the, uh, what do they call it? Is it skillet? Is it it's skillet? Skillet. I don't know. It's like curling. Curling. But without Is the, it skillet curling? But without the thing. Yeah, Skirl, skillet bowling like on ice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they take this. They they are on ice and and during the winter time they take the cast iron. I mean, skillet I can see how a cast iron play, would work. And yes. they play shuffleboard essentially is kind Pretty of what much. it boils down to or curling. And I need to talk to Bob Kellerman and his folks, and we need to get a tournament set up, a you, charity tournament. You sure you're not just talking about curling? No, I mean because they use you know cast iron. I would be very um, interested in uh, pans, a, a year and a half ago. I would have been right at 40 years old and still had no clue what a cast iron skillet was. Now you other, understand. Other than something that you yes. cook on for hundreds of years. Yes, and you keep and pass And now great, I'm in great, great, love great. Yeah. with Michael Lodge cast Me iron. Me too. Do you have the Bonnaroo? I do have the Bonnaroo. I, I, have I, the I got that too. just just because. Yeah, you're Thank you, Russell. I got it for Jason. Uh, and Jason. Uh, at, at the lodge was backstage yeah. a couple of years ago, and yeah. I and I purchased it. But I just got it's just hanging on the wall. It's just mine's an ornament. hanging on the wall too because that's a special. But I have one. a big. But I didn't even I didn't know what it was in it. To me, it was just a pan that said Bonnaroo on it. Me and, uh, and me now and I'm like I cook on it every single day. I don't day. cook on anything day. but cast iron. Me and Jason Literally. actually had to uh, beat someone up in the parking lot because they had walked out with the last one. Aww, so we hit so them. Nice. We hit them with Jason. They Sierra. had the cast iron skillet, and you yeah. still whipped them. I well, mentioned yeah, it I mean, in it was passing. still in the box. Yeah, it's a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> if you wanted to be. What was it? Eighty-seven-year-old woman. Well, we startled her, and she dropped it on her toes, and we just sort yeah, of picked it up and ran. And then you ran. She couldn't chase you. All right, let's go hey. get this puppy uh, started here. Lodge Cast Iron Studios. We've got the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, and we will begin with a casual look at the headlines of the day. Well, Jeff, the Tennessee Supreme Court uh, has reinstated a conviction of premeditated first-degree murder 
For a Chattanooga man, Jeremy Reynolds, the prosecutors say that Reynolds and three other men who are members of the Gangster Disciples shot and killed a 19-year-old Wendell Washington who was sitting on his front porch back in 2013. Following his conviction, an appeal determined that there wasn't enough evidence to establish premeditation in this case. Well, the Tennessee Supreme Court has reversed that appeal, so they're reversing a reversal, try and keep up with me here, reinstating the conviction of Mr. Reynolds. Reynolds has a history of violent crime with a second-degree murder conviction going back to 2005. Uh, the Bradley County Sheriff's Office is trying to track down a person who allegedly pointed a gun at a driver during a road rage incident. It happened on the 18th on Harrison Pike at the I-75 overpass. The driver of a dark-colored Kia pointed a handgun out of the driver's side window of his car at a black Toyota truck. It can be determined from surveillance video the assailant does appear to be a white male, but the resolution is too low to determine anything else. If you know anything, call 423-728-7336. And lastly... Paul Morgan was arrested after he allegedly stabbed his boyfriend for cheating on him while Morgan was in jail. Mr. Morgan told the police the boyfriend pushed him when confronted about the infidelity, so Morgan went to the kitchen, grabbed a knife, and stabbed the other man in the stomach, then slashed the other victim while proclaiming he would kill both. Both victims were grievously wounded. 55-year-old Morgan faces two counts of attempted homicide. And now from the outpost at Omicron Percy I-8, it's Dave Hooker. (laughs) As the coaching carousel turns, could Knoxville and the Tennessee Volunteers see the next target for the next head coaching job? We shall see. Dave Hooker off the hook sports. So when Lincoln Riley surprised everyone by leaving Oklahoma suddenly on Sunday to go to Southern California, it was a sign of a couple of things. One, I don't think Lincoln Riley wants to play in the SEC, as Oklahoma and Texas will soon do. It's much more difficult to get in position to play for a college football national championship and even get in the college football playoff. He's seen that the struggle is real at Oklahoma, and it's only going to get tougher when Oklahoma and Texas join the SEC. So who's the natural guy that Oklahoma should call? Should be Josh Heifel, Tennessee head coach. And You know you've been Kiffin before. Lane Kiffin left after one year. Could Josh Heifel do that? I don't think so. From my sources, I'm told Heifel still has some pretty harsh feelings about Oklahoma since he was not retained as their offensive coordinator during the early stages of his coaching career. That came down to a decision by Bob Stoops. He had a choice to make. He had to make changes on his staff. So was he going to fire his brother, or was he going to let Josh Heifel go? Well, we all know how that shook out. Could Josh Heupel one day coach at Oklahoma, quite possibly, anytime soon? Not from what I'm told. So, Tennessee fans, rest easy. Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. Thank you, Dave. Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. It's wonderful having Dave be part of the team. Very much so. Maybe we've become so accustomed to it. We're almost two months into this. Monday will be our two-month anniversary of doing these daily podcasts. Dave is family. And, you know, him coming on, I remember, you know, the day it happened, it was like, wow. Yeah. We just, you know, just just stepped up a league. He's a pro. Um, So news and sports. The phone number you can dial here at the Lodge Cast Iron Studio and leave a voice message or a text if you disagree with things that you hear on the air, if you'd like to give another opinion or just an attaboy or just spread the good word about something, 301-9229, 301-9229. Thank you very much. 
And before we get into the hard news, I will say just real quick while we're still a little bit there on sports, uh, the arguments being made already, and you know I'm an Ohio State fan, I'm a Buckeye fan, so the Michigan loss came very hard the other day. That was a good game. It was a darn good game. I'd rather see a good game and my team lose than a crappy game you know, as a general rule, unless, you know, something really important is riding on it. But people who are bending over backwards trying to come up with a scenario that's going to put the Buckeyes in the, the top four in the playoffs, that, that's that's so far-fetched now. I mean, Auburn would, A, have to – I mean, uh, Alabama would have to get beat again by Georgia, which we certainly hope will happen. Cincinnati would have to be beat. And, and then Michigan – I, I mean, Ohio State wouldn't even be the Big Ten champion. They, 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 they would, they would have lost heads up to somebody in their own. It's not conference. likely, but crazier things have happened, and uh, there are many Big Ten uh, analysts, I guess we'll say, call them for lack of a better way to put it. Just pe- people I've watched on the national level that are that follow the conference more than me sure. think that Michigan's going to lose to Iowa in the in the Big I, there's Ten. There's a championship. lot of people who believe, and that, if that yeah. happens. That throws a whole nother spin, you know, whirlwind of confusion. And then you just have to have the, then all you've got is the head-to-head loss. Well, then because you got, the the records would be yeah. the same. Then you got Notre Dame sitting around with one loss, with no conference championship and no coach. Now, if you saw that, he's going to LSU. Yes, Brian I did. Kelly. Yes, I did. So there's a. It's an interesting year in college football. Mainly, but by interesting, I mean a bunch of really crappy teams and Georgia. And Georgia. So we, we've got to and, just see who we Don't, don't talk down Alabama too much now. That, that, I don't that, believe that in that team me. at all. Well, I'll tell you what, and the, the, could, the Titans could not have gotten to their bye week quickly enough. I mean, they lost one game outright that just they got beat on. They lost another game they should never have been beaten on. I mean, they, they have no depth. They have no players. Yeah, it's 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 not looking good. And for the I'm, yes, it's it, 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 a bye week this done. week. I didn't even know that. That's yes. that's great. At least I don't have to waste maybe. my Sunday watching yeah, it. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe something will come their way. All right, the um, uh, segment here we have the show divided up into segments to make it easy to keep up with and to make it easy to move us along when we start to ramble and Brian can start playing the music for the next segment and make us realize that we're running late. And it also <laughs> makes it easier for sponsors and advertisers. To advertise, you want to get in touch with Jen? Please do. Chattanooga Drive In Show at gmail.com or you can call and harass me, 423 635 3557. This is the uh, first big section uh, segment. It's called the Upfront Wrap Up. The big stories of the day that you normally do at the end of the show as a wrap up, we do it up front so you'll have it first and foremost so you can get out of your car and go to work if you need to. And it's brought to you by People's Home Equity. Don't start your search for a new home until you are pre-approved and that move saves you time money stress and worry and who wants to have any more of any of that other than the money part also (laughs) it'll help you uh you know in the market i mean they're just little bitty things that realtors have learned and if you're out there on your own and you don't have somebody just looking out for you i mean just a little bitty thing that might cost you eight hundred dollars Another little thing that might cost you $1,200. Next thing you know, you're paying $12,000 more for the home than you meant to, than you needed to. That's the kind of thing that Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass will keep from happening. 591-9801-chatmortgage.com. The news of the day, in my opinion, 
internationally, globally, is Glenn Maxwell. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, yesterday, we could have spoken about it, but, I mean, it's all, it's, it's, it's well underway now. Mm-hmm. And Glenn Maxwell, uh, an interesting person by herself. She is. Just a standalone individual personality, had a very interesting life, was yep. raised filthy rich with a very eccentric remarkably uh, fabulously multi-millionaire back when that meant something Socialite. you know father yes. who drowned mysteriously next to his own yacht mm-hmm. with her on board and that was when she was like 13 or 14 yep. yeah. and she was a very attractive young lady herself yeah she still she, is she, she lived a, a a whirlwind life that only the young and the rich would be able to to actually live and then she during the 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 investigation into her father's death suddenly jeffrey epstein starts showing up and she starts hanging out with jeffrey epstein there's a big age difference then and then they develop a relationship and then the relationship sours at some point but they still remain best friends cohorts and apparently partners in crime so here's the way they've got it set up right now um i have a question yes are you implying or are they implying that richard i mean yeah jeffrey epstein actually approached her at yes. that young age yes yes she was she was a victim so herself she was also a victim. She, they're, they're, right. they're going they're, that the, makes the, sense wait, before the end of this day mark my words mark this down before the end of this day the term stockholm syndrome will be used yes i'm pretty sure it already has been by the defense all right there you go i it, don't it, think de- that it definitely has, will be i don't think yeah. it fits but Stockholm syndrome no. will be used. Well, an, an adult, uh, 59-year-old woman, I think, would know better than to lure uh, underage girls to uh, sleep with a uh, also 50-something-year-old guy. I don't uh, think there's much excuse for that. Uh, the the here here's what the defense is saying: she was a victim herself, um, mm-hmm. and she fell into the same sort of category as all the rest of these uh, young women and therefore her mind was altered. Stockholm Syndrome, of course, is when you start identifying with your captors after a kidnapping. Um, They are saying that she is being tried for Epstein's crimes because they could not try him because he killed himself while in jail. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, The most high profile of the victims is not testifying which is so interesting, the one that had the most damning evidence against the most important figures who said Bill Clinton used to come to the island all the time and said that they began with her when she was 14, and by the time she was 17, she was being flown all over the world Mm -hmm. to have sex with rich and powerful men, including the prime minister of Israel, including Prince, what's his name? Andrew. Andrew, Andrew, and all the rest of them. She was a little girl. It's said a pyramid scheme of abuse. She is not testifying, Uh, but they talk about the playbook. They literally, as they groomed them, they talk about grooming, Mm. said they had a playbook that they used she sure. would find them and they would start working on them yes. and they had all the time in the world Let's they had plenty shopping. of lolitas right. nobody was going to go horny you know and, and and later on down the line they knew that this girl would come into the fold mm-hmm. yeah and it has to be kept in mind too don't think that jeffrey epstein was the the only or the last of them 
there are more people because this is a network. It's always a network. Right. I'll give you uh, an example that you're. I was about to ask the question. What about the pilots? What about the flight attendants? Exactly. What about all the people who saw what was happening? So what, do, weren't aren't they under some sort of onus? Yes. So back in the mid 2000s, I'm wanting to say there was a really big bust of an Australian guy. Uh, who had, and this is a deep web thing, who had an enormous cache of child pornography and was producing child pornography. Uh, and during that raid, they found that they had, over Usenet, been passing around images that were uh, that used different file extensions than should have been used. It's a really complex way they, they were doing it. But say all that to say, there's a really big network of people who have a lot of money and a lot of know-how who are into this kind of thing. Jeffrey Epstein is a big part of a puzzle, but he's only that, a part of a puzzle. He's a big player. I'm glad he's dead. I have no shame in saying that. I'm glad he's out of here. Sure. Ghislaine Maxwell, I'm glad that she's being put up for trial. This is not to diminish anything that's going on with her, but there's other people involved. Remember, we're talking about the president. We're talking about uh, the prince. We're talking about high ups. You know, there's there's an understanding of silence that goes on. It's like eyes wide shut, but not, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't end with Ghislaine Maxwell. It doesn't end with Jeffrey Epstein. That's just one step on the long road. I agree. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just blow through some headlines here. Uh, locally, the superintendent search has officially begun for the Hamilton County School Superintendent. Mm -hmm. Three candidates now. left. Yep. Yeah, we got we got to, we're down to three. Um, President Biden was told yesterday by the federal government, the federal uh, courts, I should say, mm. that he cannot force states to force um, healthcare workers to get vaccinated. Right. And there were 10 states that were uh, complaining, saying, we do not want to you know, force this upon our, our employees or the employees themselves had formed groups saying that, you know, t 10 states said, we don't like this idea. And the judges said, you're right the president's wrong he cannot make you do it right now that's still going to be temporary now as we look at well, uh, of course one, omicron we'll get into that right now one note on that real quick is that when we talk about cases like this you have to keep in mind that we're not talking about what's right or wrong we're talking about what's legal right so yeah you may think yeah yeah you and i probably have different yeah. opinions on this but that doesn't matter because we're talking about no I, I think it's one of the few things we agreed on in the very beginning is that the, the government shouldn't have the power to make you get a vaccine right uh and and and, and make you wear a mask if you're you know you know not in a public area there were just there's certain things that executives assume more power as we have seen you know pretty much every time there's a there's a new executive be it a governor a mayor a president certainly but here recently it's just gotten crazy mm -hmm. that they think they're kings that they because they're this particular person at the executive branch that they just make fiat decisions and they're carried out it doesn't work that way uh the president said yesterday that omicron is a reason for concern not panic this not is what panic. we know well, of course right. he's going to say that he's never going to say yeah panic now <laughs> uh, he said more more contagious less dangerous right. seems to be the trend Just seems like to Delta. be what we're hearing um, lesser symptoms said yeah. all adults should go ahead and get a booster that's done right now go ahead and get a booster don't wait for anybody else to tell you yeah it's if you've free. not gotten one yet go ahead and get one yet and get the same one that you got if you got vaccinated the first two Pfizer times. is pushing very hard to be right off the bat but to be able to say 17 plus mm -hmm. we can give you a booster at 17 plus probably will get that the mass debate continues be ready um 
the scary part is in South Africa and all of the nations in South Africa that are affected, it's a lot of infants under two who have it. When we say it's it's more contagious, less dangerous, it's not killing them, but it is definitely affecting the very young in a way that we've not seen this virus do before. Yeah, and, and I he can, said there will be no lockdowns. I can attest from personal experience, not from me, but from people I know that uh, COVID does have, while in the in the short term, when you get it, you may not even have any symptoms, but long term, a lot of people do end up vaccinated and not, unfortunately, a lot of people do end up with lung damage and heart damage. Yes. I have a friend who did get vaccinated, mm -hmm. but then she got COVID. Yeah. It's been a year since she's had COVID, and she's still having issues. Brain fog is one of those My issues. My mom and I discussed yesterday whether or not she she was a long hauler. Um, she, she feels terrible, mm -hmm. and she feels like she may have gotten the new variant and you know my mom's 80 85 and and not in and, very good and she shape doesn't go anywhere though. and she doesn't go anywhere but we we all were told early on that she probably had a case because she did have the antibodies and so she never got she never got vaccinated uh mm -hmm. we all did she did not but she we wonder whether she might be actually dealing with some of the long-haul symptoms mm -hmm. um a couple of other things very quickly um world leaders are trying to reinvoke the 2015 Iran nuke deal, try to get that revived again. Yep. Chris Cuomo's job is up for grabs. Okay, that, yeah. If you want to stop on that for a second, feel free. The governor has spoken. He has given some of the most rambling, just ridiculous testimony. This young girl is sitting there on camera going, well, he took his hand and he stuck it under my shirt and he felt to my boob. And he goes, I don't rightly recall whether or not I actually did it just like that. Again, <laughs> you, you either felt the verbatim. Is that verbatim? Yeah, or you didn't. You know, I don't recall whether I asked her if it was okay for me to kiss her on her boob. You know, come on now. I mean, the fact I mean, something happened there that was completely inappropriate, and Chris Cuomo saying you know i i he's my brother i have to stand by him he's also no an matter. investigative journalist I know. who's going to dig down into some of these things to to defend his brother but well, also there's appropriate ways to do that though yes but also you know to talk about it on, he, on the show you've got to be credible and he was he essentially, is credible he was essentially almost mm. handling himself as though he was the campaign manager that's the thing is that he was almost running pr for for andrew cuomo and i ha i take great issue with that especially when but it's in he, text though it's in text though that he said i cannot be in charge of this right well he's he said that but then he also contacted the uh, andrew cuomo's top aide and gave her tips on how to spin the story that's not something you do and also was forwarding uh, information on sources to his top aide which is again something you never do and uh, was apparently trying to get in contact with uh, uh, Rowan Atkinson, the guy who yeah. I think has, that's his name. Uh, actor? Rowan, Rowan Atkinson is Mr. Bean. Yeah, I'm Mr. Sorry. Bean, the actor. <laughs> the guy's name is Rowan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. Sorry. It I can't remember his name. I was, I, I was thinking the same thing. He, he came into play here somewhere. Yeah. I had no idea what Mr. Bean's name was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, apparently I did, and I didn't know it. <laughs> no, Chris it, Cuomo's a bro, and Andrew Cuomo is a creep. That's I liked, not as far as I can I, like, I agree. I really I agree. liked Bean and Martin's laugh-in back in the I 60s. I really like Chris Cuomo. <laughs> All right. Oh, I don't like him. I don't, I don't care about him, but he's a bro. He's a, he's a fight you at the beach guy. Yeah, I exactly. Think he's, I think he's an incredibly good journalist. I love his interviews, and... 
Sue me. I, I don't <laughs> like the belligerent nature he tends to take. I tomorrow, think it's tomorrow, the one six committee, the January six committee, believe uh, that remember them. They haven't gone anywhere. Yes. They haven't disbanded. They will hold Jeffrey Clark in contempt. He'll be the latest Department of Justice head, and Assistant Attorney General Jeffrey Clark will be held in contempt. Uh, charges tomorrow. That's going to happen. You can mark it down. Ronan uh, Farrow. There we go. Thank you. And uh, and just a couple of quick Jeez. ones. Um, Government runs out of money this weekend, by the way. No one's yeah. hardly talking about that. Well, they always figure out a way to keep more. Bradley County is still looking for a guy who pointed a gun at a motorist at Harrison Pike and I-75. Yeah, Remember about me talking about the you know the rise in road rage it's gotten it's gotten crazy mm-hmm. there are whole new types of behavior that have just really appeared in the last 6 to 12 months that are just brand new types of road rage and we're going to see more and more incidents uh as there are more and more people out there raging armed and on the road it's not worth it it's not worth it to slam on your brakes to try to show somebody who's boss it's not worth it to flip them the bird because guess what it's not going to affect their life at all but they may shoot back exactly Mm -hmm. they may shoot you it's just just it's it's just not worth it and tiger woods i'm just going to throw this out there spoke to the media and said that's it i'm done he said, that's it, I'm done professionally, but yeah. he will play one or two times per year. Uh, Ronan Farrow's article, by the way, uh, was Andrew Cuomo's War Against a Federal Prosecutor. It was written in The New Yorker back in August, and that's the story I was talking about, not Mr. Bean. I, <laughs> think, I think Frank Sinatra definitely is his father, by the way. Bef- uh, yeah, probably. Before, I, before like I stop, let me go ahead and say also the January 6th um, thing happens tomorrow. President, no, that's today. It'll be later on today, President Trump's, all the stuff that he has been trying to shield from our prying eyes and ears and little bitty sensitive fingers, everything that he was trying to use executive privilege for, it all comes up today. Federal appeals court hears uh, arguments about whether President Donald Trump can block access to his administration's documents from a House committee investigating the January 6th Capitol insurrection. Now, I can go deeper into this, but there's 763 pages in which Trump asserted privilege. 629 are talking points Mm. that were prepared for the press secretary, and 43 include presidential schedules, appointments, activity logs, call logs, those are the things they want the most. Yeah, the call logs would be the they most interesting. They want to hear what he was actually saying on the 6th mm-hmm. to the people on the floor. The call logs, I don't think, will actually contain audio information. It'll just be who was calling who when. And for what it's worth, um, speaking of insurrection, I was looking at the Merriam-Webster's Word of the no, Year. No, you're taking all of my oh, stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't, didn't mean to. <laughs> Well, it's the word of the the word of the year. I, I'll, I'll leave that. And the word of the year is vaccine, which shouldn't surprise him as boring. Six hundred percent hike in in looking insurrection. Up that word. The word insurrection, and I don't know if this means that they just Googled it anywhere. No, it's, and, and it Webster. means they didn't know what it meant and they looked it up. No, mm-hmm. but I mean, I, but this is Merriam-Webster. I'm right. not saying that. I don't know if that means they went to that source or if they've just compiled all sources. But the search for the word insurrection and its definition went up 
16,000 percent on January 7th. That's crazy. 16,000% increase, and people go, wow, an insurrection. That's terrible. Right there in D.C. I wonder what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's more people going, I wonder if this actually fits the definition. an insurrection. Infrastructure was also another word that people looked up. Yeah, which has been twisted quite a bit recently. And I'll go and throw Roe v. Wade is on the line in Mississippi, and I don't feel like talking about it. No, that's no. And this is what they swore. We all knew how to play. Everybody's got one. An opinion. Everybody's got one, and most of them stink. <laughs> Opinion editorial section of the show, the Chattanooga Drive-In Show here at the Lodge Cast Iron Studio. Jeff Styles with a Y here, the 30-year communicator, the voice of the morning commute here in Chattanooga. We got Jen Lambert, and we got Russell Stroud, and we got Brian Stone here as well. And this particular uh, piece of this show, this segment, if you want to call it, is made possible by the kindness concerning community commitment of the local and regional professionals at Guardian Investment Advisors. Gary Thurman handles all of my wife and, 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 and my money that we have invested. We don't have a ton, but what we've got, we want to take care of. Trust him completely. 710-9199. Guardian Investment Advisors, 710-9199. Did you have something you want to jump in there with? Me? Yeah. No, you've stolen every single I'm sorry. thing. I can't help. I was going to talk we, about. We, we we think alike. Here is what I'm going to say. There is an organization here in town, and I want to track them down. Or yesterday, I said we were going to track somebody down and get them in here and do a deep dive interview. We're on it. We're on it. We're dead on it. We we had response yep. from the show. We had other people who heard us talking about it off the air, and we will have people in here talking about the bend very shortly, the new development. I'm going to do the same thing here. All I'm going to do is say, I love this idea. I love this idea. I am a huge believer in the prison system actually doing a decent job in improving people's lives and Mm -hmm. giving them a second chance. And this new outfit called Project Return, Project Return, all right, Tennessee releases about 15,000 people, uh, nearly 300 a week, a year, 15,000 a year after they've served their sentences. This is the way the world works. They committed a crime. They were found guilty. They did their time. Now they're free to go back out and live their lives, and it's up to us to be fair to them. Mm-hmm. And and you know it's an unfair scenario for them coming out. So I am all for all of the different organizations that got together to talk about this here recently. Mayor Tim Kelly, mm-hmm. uh, Bo Watson, yeah. uh, the Chattanooga Gas Company, Unum. Uh, all kinds of organizations got together and they're talking about this new nonprofit group and I want to speak to somebody and it began all the way back in 1979 Whoa. but right now it's got a bunch of momentum called Project Return and all, that's it. It's an excellent I, I have I, I love it. I believe that in my own just lifetime and my own observations that ex-cons very often make the very best employees you could possibly ask for. Either they're terrible because <laughs> they did not recidivism is is an ugly word 
And if they were not improved and changed by their experience in jail, they will not be by going back again. But more often than not, these people do not want to ever go back there again, and they will do the best they can to keep from doing so. They'll be the hardest workers you've ever seen, and they can be trusted. Same with recovering addicts. Yes. They make very good employees, and kudos to, to Bruce Weiss, at the River Street Deli, yes. who hires all of them, and I, I'm I'm all for it. But I just all I'm of them sending oh, the all of his employees clarion yeah. call Most of them. out the the bat signal, the reverse bat signal. We're not looking for you because we're after you. We're looking for you because we want to talk to you and try to figure out a way that we could help as a group, as an organization, as a podcast, as a show. And as a community to try to help it, eat, you know, make it easier for these people. And I'm just looking here, violent crime um, in this country, according to Gallup, uh, that fears, Americans' fears have increased substantially. Nobody should be surprised by that. The fear of getting mugged edged up 3%. The fear of being a victim of a hate crime jumped up like seven or eight percent wow getting murdered in general is uh, at an all-time high i'm afraid i'm going to get murdered 22 percent that's 22 percent that's a quarter of the people in the country who are afraid they're going to be killed before the end of the day that's that's got to be some sort of who, you know, who thinks they're going to get mugged what, what, what are they going to steal from you your wallet your watch i you know, I Who's mean, got an expensive watch? I've generally never been speaking, I've never I been do. mugged. I mean, I've I've had I've been the victim of crime, but I've never been mugged. I mean, mugging's generally for cash. Yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody has any cash. It's in your face. I've had stuff stolen out of my you, car. You steal my, my wallet, and you'll go five feet, and it will be worthless to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. true. Do you remember Sorry. me anyway. telling you the story about the 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 very first uh, Lollapalooza, and going back to to where we had parked our cars during the light of day it seemed like a safe place and we paid twenty dollars to park in the was that at lakewood line. amphitheater in atlanta no this yeah yes it was well, that's still a bad area yeah and and so when i come back at night i haven't seen my buddy all day all day long we've been in the same venue and not seen each other and i'm going i hope he's there and i'm walking through this field of broken glass <laughs> oh no and i'm going oh this isn't good at all oh, that's this it, is it, this is not a good sign now, look, it's buyer beware when you go to lakewood and, and there's and there all of a sudden is my buddy leaned up against the car smoking a cigarette i said hey hey man what's up he i said J- you have a good time yeah he goes the weirdest thing just happened though I said, good God. I said, are any of my windows busted? He goes, no, your tires aren't slashed. Everything's okay. He said, I was just standing here smoking a cigarette. And right over here, out of these bushes, some little skinny kid jumped out and said, give me your money. And I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah. I said, what'd you say? And he said, I said, no. <laughs> and I said, what'd he do? He said, he just jumped back in the bush. I think he's still in there. <laughs> give me your money, man. It must work. And, and, and he ran into somebody it didn't work on. He just looked at him and said, no, and they just confused the guy, and he dove back into his bushes. That's he the thing. might still be hiding. If I was on now. Skid Row in L.A. or you know somewhere in you know New York City, maybe I would be freaked out yeah. and just start handing over Some everything. Some skinny but. little sh- scared kid jumps out and says, "Give me your money." No, that's the thing. Is like if, I, I don't want to. I'd be like, "Do you have a gun? Do you Jeez, want here? Take please. my gun. This is how you do it." All right. <laughs> so that's that's the uh, the editorial is please help us help these people. 
the dumb moment. This is going to be super fast. Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. And it's just this. I don't know if you guys noticed. At the Jacksonville game, the, 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 the pro game. Oh, yes. I watched that one. Did you see the did, <laughs> No. Did you, did, Against the Falcons? Yeah. The, the, they was the Falcons. Nobody watched that game. Jacksonville. And the Falcons and the Jacksonville mascot, Jackson DeVille, the cat. He's a big Jaguar and his name is Jackson DeVille. He gets clever. He gets he does this backflip on a huge bungee cord out in the middle of the field where he looks like pink, you know, doing one of her aerial, uh-huh. you know, uh, routines. Yes. Only he shot up to do the backflip and the bungee cord just stopped. And he was just hanging there, and he was like, and he was in crucified form. He he was in the Jesus Christ pose, and he was completely stuck. Uh, I don't know how many, probably a hundred and forty feet off of the field, and they had to lower him down little bit by little bit by one side of the bungee cord, so he had to just slowly sway like a like a, a pendulum of a clock that was the most entertaining motion. that game yeah, would have been exactly. all afternoon and, it was, and, high, and it's it was just the simplest of tricks it's not that difficult to thing it's just doing a back flip you know in a in a big arc the the cord is literally made for it it's measured for this person's actual shape you had and one form, job and it went ding. And it just stuck there, and he was just stuck out there like a cat up against a you know a screen window. It would have been funnier if it like flung him upwards and then slammed him into the ground. I just have to just give uh, or I have to give the duh well, to Jackson close. Jackson Deville the cat, our Lord and Savior. And I will also go ahead and just slide in there since you know you had your 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 cat uh, uh-huh. trauma with uh, you know poor little tuna going missing. Yes, everything. She's and awful. Mount Juliet, Mount Juliet, this is in, in Tennessee, yeah. Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, east right? of Nashville. Yeah. They are creating a neighborhood of where well, it's going to be zoned for dogs only. Where are the people going to stay? Nine, there's not going to be any people. <laughs> Nine to eleven cottages that would only house dogs. Oh. I'll I'll let you go ahead and and your imagination run away with that. I can let you make fun of that all you want to. How are they going to sign their lease? What? Uh, I, why? <laughs> you mean their leash? Why? Why would you want to get a dog and stick it in a house by itself out there in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of other dogs it doesn't know that it can't communicate with because they got fences between? This them. sounds like one of those like Joseph Mengele like worst. evolution experiments. You know, it's like it's the worst. They put the twin dogs in another house. <laughs> We see how they develop. I mean, either live with your dog, be your dog's companion, or make sure your dog has companionship. Don't get him a nice house and stick him in it. He's in prison. It's not what a dog wants. We want to see what the dogs do when they're put alone. The dog dog's not going to sit there and binge watch Hawkeye. You know, I'm serious. We expose them to. Somebody posted about that the Hawkeye comment, and I went, Alan Alda from Mash. (laughs) 
post was. Wow. I old. cracked up because I thought the same exact thing. Do you know the girl that is playing, <laughs> the, the, the girl, female lead in that is the young lady that was in True Grit, the remake of True Grit. Yes, Haley She's Steinfeld. Good. She's really, Who really, really good. Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfield is her name. Okay. All right, Pam, here you go. Wow, well, one, what are oh, you oh, doing? Oh, Why oh, am oh. I too, they're too, too, we need to separate my segments here. You separate your segments. We'll do, what are you doing? Yeah, and I know wh- you. I know what, what, what are you, what are you doing? It's my, my bad. That was my bad. I, I, I made a, a bad mistake well, on I'm my I'm going to go first since you did. Go. The Red Bank Christmas Parade and Festival is this Friday from 4 to 8. Red Bank City Park free shop, crafts, gifts, plus food selections from local vendors before the parade. Plan ahead. A shop of free uh-uh. stuff? Shop, free plus. Oh. Okay. The uh, EPB uh, windows uh, put together with help from kids from the STEM school. I yes. think that's really cool. They're open yep. now. Yep. Yes, they and are. By open, I mean you walk up to them and look at them. Yeah, you don't <laughs> open them. Also, and, the uh, Christmas, Christmas Village uh, <laughs> on Saturday from 5 to 8, located at, tw- at 5208 Hickson Pike. Also free. Enjoy local music groups, uh, Christmas market, market. I think I said this one already the other day, with 40 booths, food trucks, kids' activities, and photos with Santa. I'll mention Main Times 24 again this weekend coming up. And uh, it is not not the huge event that it was once before. Again, it was was designed to show that this city could be a 24-hour town. The hipsters love it. And and we're not. I include myself in that. Yeah, yeah, we're not a 24-hour town. No, it is a big, but it's what I haven't seen is all of the layout of all the stuff that's supposed to be happening. We used to get, you know, 10-page brochure guides of everything that, you know, was going to be happening at every corner and every store, and I don't have that that knowledge is just not out there floating around. I guess if I'm going to go, which I am, I plan to, I'm just going to go and just go at a certain time and just hope I find something fun, which shouldn't be hard. No, I'm doing the parade, it is a blast. the chili cook-off. The parade's and then, a fun, it's a fun parade. The, yeah, the parade, the chili cook-off, and then the uh, find the SEC game somewhere, and then yeah. my day's over. I don't, I'm not doing anything for 24 hours. Other than that, <laughs> uh, drive through lights are uh, up and running this weekend at the Ray County Fairgrounds, $10 per car, and that is this weekend up at Ray County Fairgrounds, drive through uh, Christmas lights. Very Chattanooga nice. Drive-In Show. The Tri-State Region's Drive-In Theater of the Mind featuring Pimp Jen. You want to go ahead and play some pimp music now? Pimp's Corner, thank you very much. You're on that. So, acclaimed artist, Usher, from Chattanooga. Usher. He is bringing... What? Usher? Usher. Oh, that's right. You've told me that before. He is uh, going to be expanding and innovating the music programs in Chattanooga at over 21 schools, 21 city schools, K through 12, which I think is a giant yay in my book. Kids who learn music tend to develop, I think, a little bit better. That's why I'm all jacked up. That's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. A lack of music? Yeah, I don't know anything about music. Well, the arts in general, I think, is, is something that it really helps develop children mm-hmm. yeah. it's if they're exposed to it early. See what happened to me? Yeah. That's what makes You're me really so awesome. You're not really making a good case. That's, that's, right. that's, what, that's what gives her that magenta aura. Oh, that's what that is. Well, yours is uh, sort of sort of taupe. 
<laughs> it is taupe. Yes. Taupe's a taupe aura. Or, or maybe a bone. A, a khaki. I khaki. Yeah, khaki. A khaki he's aura. A ca- he's a khaki. He has a khaki aura. The next most Googled word, taupe. <laughs> I would prefer an olive drab aura, personally. That, that's khaki. Yeah, there you what go. is not? Olive Say drab dope is or taupe? <laughs> that would be mine. Uh, if you are uh, an avid watcher of the Christmas, the New Year's Eve special, the ball dropping in New York City. Oh, I did that when I was 13. They are replacing Carson Daly. Good. For the first time in, I don't know how many years he's been doing it. <laughs> Remember when you Way guys got long. mad at me for not knowing who Carson Daly was? I didn't get mad. I can't stand him. He's a tool. He's an alcoholic. He's one of the biggest. I, well, I'm not going to hold that against him. <laughs> Everyone no, in broadcast. Biggest, biggest, biggest tools on the planet. He drinks all morning long on the Today Show. They all drink. Every one of them. I think Roker's the only one that doesn't just swizzle the whole time. Anyway, Miley Cyrus will be hosting a special live from Miami. All right. It will be produced by Lauren Michaels, Saturday Night Live. She's a pillar of the community. uh, (laughs) She's a standout of American womanhood. She and and Pete Pete Davidson will be her her sidekick. That's going to be a mess. Live from the crack den. I mean, seriously. I like Miley's music. I really do. I do, too. I I do, too. have a $20 bill that says both of them slip a, 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 a big old hit of Molly. Oh, I was going to say or, or it's a Quaalude and, or something. And you'll, yeah. and you'll be able to tell. Where do you get Quaaludes these I days? Know, the first thing that popped up. I'm just thinking of these scuzzy you know, people that probably do lots of different drugs. I, I gar- Safety deposit I gar- boxes. I guarantee you'll see the shine on their faces. You'll know what rolling means. As soon as <laughs> as soon as they go to like the cra- the crane shot of the crowd, you hear and they're just, they're, just gonna, they're gonna keep coming back to them. They're just gonna be laughing and pounding on the table and they can't get a sentence out. They're gonna have to go to somebody else. You know, yeah. You wait. Look up all right, look up uh, when you get the chance. Jamie Kennedy, uh, New Year's Los Angeles, brought to you by Carl's Jr. It is the funniest thing you will ever see hmm. on YouTube. Look it up. It's Is a it mess. inappropriate? Can I post that? It's very inappropriate. Can I post if it's it to on your Facebook page? Oh yeah, YouTube. It's got to be. It was on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. It was a train wreck. All right. Uh, last hilarious. thing. This is in honor of. I think tonight is the fourth night of Hanukkah. I'm kind of Jewish, kind of not Jewish. You're not. You're Jewish when it's convenient. I, I think I'm is what we've established. Jewish. You're Jewish. Yeah. I'm Jewish. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Exactly but I'm going right. to read this because I I thought it was very very funny. <laughs> my grandmother and my mother are both full Jew. I am half Jew. Well, how does that work? Anyway, Their parents were both Jewish. Oh. My mother's parents were both Jewish. My father was Irish Catholic. My mother is Jewish, technically making me Jewish. Nice. Okay. She's, she's, you can be whatever you she's want. She's half Christ killer, <laughs> half bead rubber. I have a lot of guilt. All right. She does. She's very confused. I'm not confused. Anyway, I read this this morning. I thought it was funny. This is a 100% true story from 30 years ago. Her motto being... Being Jewish is a state of mind. When my oldest of three sons was about five, he noticed that I came home from the store with some t- some baby toys. Who are those for? He asked. Honey, these are Hanukkah presents for Michael, I replied. For Michael? For Hanukkah? Michael's Jewish? That's very Jewish, by the way. Mm. Yes, honey, he's Jewish, just like you. He doesn't look Jewish, he said with conviction. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look Jewish, and I'm not. What are you going to do with he that? He doesn't? Well, who does look Jewish? I do, he replied. Who else looks Jewish, I asked. The Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtles. <laughs> P.S. My oldest son is Korean. <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess I told you she was confused, and she's she's, she's not alone. That's so she's funny. Not, to she's me. she's not the only one. Oh my god! All right, Pimp's Corner is done, and this is the Muscle Flex. And yeah, we're uh, be talking about Palestine. You you gotta you gotta go ahead and show us all up, Russell. <laughs> You got a you got a particularly big <laughs> thumbs up for your muscle flex from my wife yes, Rebecca you did. yesterday. You oh, did. Oh, thank that. you. I don't even remember what Here you said. Here they are. It was something smart. <laughs> I have not. It, you I never did. listen to what I do. No, you I nailed don't. it. You, yeah. you always zone whatever, out. Whatever it was, it must have been good. Hey, by the way, brought to you by RC2 Realty <laughs> Solutions at the dot com, and you got all you need to deal with that distressed property you've been saddled with. Robin Ring will help you sell, renovate, or maybe you might want to buy, invest. I don't know what you want. Talk to Robin <laughs> at rc2realtysolutions.com. Thank you very much. Well, this one is going to be uh, going to be short and sweet because yesterday's <laughs> took uh, so much effort. Uh, this is uh, from the Associated Press uh, in Riga, <laughs> Latvia. NATO foreign ministers warned Russia yesterday that any attempt to further destabilize Ukraine would be a costly mistake as concern mounts that Moscow may be preparing for an invasion of its uh, neighbor and former satellite. Now, here's the problem. Ukraine says that there's something like 185,000, I believe is the number they projected, uh, troops that are on their border, amassed on the border. The war in the Donbass is not over. It's been going since, I think, 2013, maybe 2015. Uh, and there was a report from Pravda, which still exists, believe it or not, a report from Pravda, the official state paper of the Russian Federation, that a bunch of nuclear-ready submarines had left their ports in the Black Sea. So it's definitely a concerning situation. On top of that, we've got what's going on with uh, China and Taiwan. So uh, you could say that uh, you could say that NATO is on high alert right now, and uh, the surrounding countries around Ukraine are also uh, quite worried. Ukrainian President uh, Volodymyr Zelensky said last week that his country's intelligence service had uncovered plans for a Russia-backed coup d'etat. Russia denies this and rejected the assertion that it's planning to invade Ukraine, uh, saying, we are very concerned about the movements we've seen along Ukraine's border. We know that Russia often combines these efforts with internal efforts to destabilize a country. That's part of the playbook, like what they did in Afghanistan back in the 80s. It says, we're looking at it very closely. U.S. Secretary of State uh, Anthony uh, Blinken said in a statement uh, earlier this week. So really, that's about it. Just an update on that scenario, which is still uh, still ongoing. It's still definitely in play. And we can't forget what's going on with Poland and Belarus. So there's a lot going on in Eastern Europe right now that, uh, unfortunately, is not really making the press uh, here in the States very much. So keep your eye on that. Now we call... Jen, Pimp Jen, because, well, that's just her nickname. And then we have Russell the Love Muscle, so that particular segment is called the Muscle Flex, flexing his muscle. That's brought to you by an anonymous donor, chose to invest in the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, but give his advertising time over to local charity organizations. we still got to get a representative from Habitat for Humanity in here, and a step ahead, we're on that, we're doing that as we speak. The definition of Chattacentric is giving something to a good organization and then not taking credit for it, giving the credit or the, the, the benefits to somebody else. That just makes perfect sense. Now, the theme music you just heard is for mountains looking at each other, which is the storytelling segment of the show. And yesterday, you may remember, I told the story. It was just a little bitty, just personal thing. It didn't have any great import. It was mostly about the 
the fact that the woke culture and the cancel culture, which the the left should be every bit as concerned with as the right. This is really a terrible. I understand the rightness at the core of what these people are trying to do to 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 move us into a a higher state of communication and to eliminate, you know, the the insults that are inherent and systemic in our language and and storytelling and things of this nature and, and things that hurt people's feelings. But sometimes this is just the way we talk. Mm-hmm. I grew up talking a certain way. I did not purposely, you know, ap- appropriate your culture and language. It's just the way I talk. You yeah. can't get on to me for talking the way I talk. Now, yesterday I was kind of making the point about the story, whether or not I could tell it in polite company now without getting in trouble mm-hmm. about Bobby Q Day, the legendary blues DJ and the New Year's Day, where I did learn, by the way, from his wife, Dimple, how to Her make the best greens. Dimple? Yeah, how to Aww. make the best greens in the world. I already had my Aunt Billy's recipe and I made very good greens, but Dimple gave me a couple of extra little hints that just, you cannot make better greens than me. But we had a good time. That is true. And my 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 youngest son and his granddaughter were playing, and my youngest son at three could not pronounce her African, you know, sounding name, which mm-hmm. were just really becoming popular at the sure. time. So I was just saying, I don't know that I could tell that story anymore without somebody getting on to me. So I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way. All right. I'm going to get it out of the way right now, and I'm going to tell the story and. Less than a minute and a half. I thought you already told the story yesterday. Nope. I'm going to, less than a minute and a half, I'm going to tell the story of when I did, I was being racist and Mm. I didn't mean to be. I wasn't trying to be. All I was doing was imitating a TV commercial. (laughs) I know this one. All I was doing was imitating a TV commercial. (laughs) We moved from Ohio to the South in the 70s. This is when afros were big, collars were large, flares were huge, colors that people wore, and the vehicles they drove were vibrant and crazy, crazy hippified, and there was a certain type of vibe, jive speak that was a mixture of African American, uh, rural country, uh, just um, American lingo, and it all got mixed up in this melange, this soup, and there was a commercial on WTBS, the Superstation. <laughs> this is when there's only three networks, yeah. right? Yes. Three networks, no cable. The fourth station, <laughs> WTBS, Channel 17, the Superstation in Atlanta, played this commercial relentlessly all day long. I hope I have what you're looking for. I think I have what you're I, looking I, for. Before I, you set it up to, you know, I, I just, I, maybe fail. you do, but think, I'm just, I'm I think just, I got it. I'm well, just let me look, because I know what it is. I, 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 you had Popeil's Pocket Fisherman. You had the Ginsu Knives. You had the Bamboo Steamer. And you had the Party Ring. And the Party Ring was this ring that's all it was, and 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 you ordered it off the TV, and the the funny part of it though is that the commercial itself, it would 
appeared to be more like a Saturday Night Live satire. This was before <laughs> Saturday Night Live existed. <laughs> there was no Saturday Night Live, so there were no satire commercials out there. So this was just out was there. Was it like Soul Train? It was. Yeah, yeah. They, it played on Soul Train five times okay. a show. And 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 we all made fun of it. Everybody, my black friends, my white friends, <laughs> my my Native American friends, my Jewish friends, all my friends, everybody, we made fun of the commercial because it was so stereotypical. And I kept doing it throughout my entire adult <laughs> life, into my talk radio <laughs> career. And I met my buddy Freddie Marvel from Detroit, big black guy, who one day just goes, man. Every once in a while, you may be the least racist white person I've ever met, but you break down into this like kingfish speak. <laughs> jive talk. And you start doing this this crazy racist jive talk thing. What? Why do you do that? And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, well, you're always talking about the ring, the ring with the interchangeable stones. And I said, you mean the potty ring? Everybody got a potty ring. And I didn't know. I had no idea it was a geographical <laughs> anomaly. I thought it was a nationwide thing. I thought everybody knew that they were in on the joke. So I'd start making fun of the announcer's voice going, man, everybody got a potty ring. The show is bad. show is bad. <laughs> and so I ended up sounding like a racist. I mean, like I was on John Boy and Billy or something, you know, making fun of these voices. And I had no idea that the rest of the world did, was not in on the joke. And this is what it sounded like. <laughs> Party, dancing, jiving. Hey, where'd you get that ring? This is a party ring. Sure is bad. <laughs> hey, you got a party ring too. Yeah. Everybody. And with a different stone. Everybody's got a party ring. Super bad. Super bad. Hey, you say you've been looking for that right piece of jewelry to set off a dynamite wardrobe? Then check this out. The super bad party ring. Now, here is an item that is not only changeable with your outfits, but with your moods as well. It's six different rings because it comes complete with six interchangeable simulated stones. And the ring itself is a beautiful piece of plastic. Art. So don't miss out. Here's how to get yours. Two orders that, and five ninety five to party ring. So five ninety five. I'd be party sitting there on the on the air. Brian was proud of producing for me, not paying any attention. It'd be hung over from the night before, and I'd be I'd just be talking to, to the mayor, and I go, "Hey man, where'd you get that ring? Show is bad." And the mayor'd be going, "What the hell is wrong with this guy?" <laughs> Why is he talking to me like this? I'm just picturing, <laughs> like, you've got Yusuf Hakim as a guest. Yeah, You're like, hey, yes, man, his show yes, is bad. Yeah, yeah. And my buddy, Freddie, finally just goes, what the hell are you doing, man? You, you come off sounding like the worst so, racist in the world. I'll have you know, ever since you first told the story back when we back in the old days, I have tried and tried and tried to find the party ring. <laughs> yeah. I cannot find it anywhere. No, they're I've sold out. Want to get one? When you have <laughs> yes. when you have six interchangeable simulated stones, man, that thing's gonna fly off the shelf. <laughs> now, Pieces of plastic that change color. Yeah, exactly, and it's for, to, to fit your mood and whatever you're wearing. The party ring. So I just want to go ahead and get that out there now, just in case. Just in case somewhere down the road I break down and I completely forget that it's racist as hell and I start going, hey, man, you got the potty ring. I'm not trying to be ugly. That's all. I, I'm, I'm just getting it out there now 
and mark this one down. And if anybody ever takes me to court, they can say, <laughs> he explained the entire situation. Thank you very much. I'm pretty sure that was Ronco, too. I think it was Ron Popeil that did it. Oh, geez. There's a new podcast all about being better versions of ourselves, sharing <laughs> stories and lessons from our successes and failures. Join Bruce Dodd <laughs> as he walks us through learning to be intentional with our money, time, thoughts, relationships, our words, our imitations of commercials. The Intentional Living Project <laughs> dot com. And other ethnicities. <laughs> Golly. Stevie had a potty ring. I guarantee you. He didn't know what stone he had. <laughs> he didn't know what color it was. <laughs> he, he, didn't, he had a pottery with no stones in it. And they were just joking with him. Yeah, man, your stones are looking good. <laughs> he ain't got no stones, man. He don't know. I've stolen three of his rings so far. <laughs> Regional Roundup. Brought to you by Tennessee American Water Company. Been providing quality water to the Chattanooga community since 1887. At the end of every pipe, they know there's a family counting on them to provide clean, safe, reliable water for their health and comfort each and every day. That's why at Tennessee American Water Company, they take pride in keeping your lives flowing right. Um, Tennessee, half of the prison staff jobs are open. Yeah, the Nobody Tennessee wants Department them. of Corrections. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I, I, I mean... Who wants to be a prison guard? No. Nobody. Show of hands. Well, I've, nobody. Talked to, I've talked to people who many people have worked in that line of work, and it, horror story after horror story. They're if you're start- not part of the corruption, then you're going to be part of the problem more than mm-hmm. you'll be part of the they're solution. Going, they're going. They're going to make it a lot more uh, advantageous. They're going to make the starting salary somewhere close to forty thousand dollars. Well, that yeah. helps. And uh, that was another thing. The pay is That's about very a, low, and forty yeah. is still not exactly. You know, killing it. That's about a quarter of what we make here, yeah. Russell, this is, I'm going to do kind of quickly on this, but we mentioned it the other day. The chief of staff, uh, Chris Young for Erlanger, was ousted very much uh, surprising most people. And we wondered why. Nobody knew. You didn't know. I didn't know. We have connections with Erlanger. Erlanger and the Times Free Press have a very interesting relationship. You cannot deny, it is undeniable that somebody within the editorial staff at the Times Free Press truly has a boner for Erlanger. It certainly seems that I way. I mean, they, yeah. they, they criticize and criticize. They go out of their way to praise every other hospital in the area, but if they find one thing wrong with Erlanger, they jump on it. But in this particular case, they've been digging into why they got rid of this guy, and as best anybody can tell, He went on PBS on Frontline to talk about the problems being faced by these fallback hospitals, Mm -hmm. these hospitals that cannot turn away patients that have to deal with indigent care, which every major city has one, and they're all struggling. And he just basically was honest. He went on the show and he honestly said, you know, we're at a disadvantage We have to take people who cannot pay their bill. We barely get compensated for this. It doesn't even begin to touch the the amount of money we have to spend on it. But because he didn't ask permission beforehand, Mm, as as far as I can understand, and this is the editorial in today's Times Free Press, um, and written more than likely by Pam Sohn, and I'm just going to read just a little bit to you, all right? Uh, once again, his name was Young, Chris Young. 
and said to spoke openly recently about the challenges the hospital faces on Frontline in an NPR, uh, NPR documentary on the financial pressures faced by American hospitals. Da, 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 da. Five months later, his ouster is attributed by the board to, to the claim that Young disputes, quote, I never improperly disclosed information I possessed solely by virtue of my duties as a board member. They are saying that he gave up secret information that he should not have given up. People have gone back and looked at it and listened to it and looked at it and listened to it, and they're not hearing any inside information at all mm -hmm. that should have gotten this guy fired. And now the, the, the local doctors, led by 15 very high-profile uh, physicians in this area, and about a thousand other doctors who are not as high profile have signed a letter going, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. You can't fire somebody for going on TV and telling the truth. He didn't give up any goods on anybody. He didn't say anything to put this community at in a, in a dark light. And he didn't do anything wrong, and the guy just got booted. And the, the doctors are saying if it can happen to him, there's six people who serve on a board who just got their feelings hurt because he didn't come and, and kiss the ring, the party ring. And, <laughs> and the, the weird thing about it, too, is that I'm pretty sure anyone in his position would say exactly the same thing. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just it's, it's, it's amazing to me. A couple other ones real fast. Uh, Montgomery, Doyle Lee Ham, inmate whose lethal injection, you remember this, was halted because medical staff couldn't find a suitable vein for the execution. No. He died yesterday. Of cancer. Uh, yeah. yeah, four years later. Um, North Carolina, Winston-Salem. This is just the around the region. U.S. Geological Survey, yes, another earthquake in the Winston-Salem area. That is now four or five they've had in the last week or so. Think of the cigarettes. Nashville, Tennessee, Metro Nashville Board of Education recently declined to update the district's policy regarding student-athlete eligibility to align with a new state law banning transgender Athletes from participating in girls' sports. Did you follow that? That is garbage. All so right. far, there's been uh, one, I think, one complaint about that from an individual. And I mean, all of this fuss and, and muss it, yeah. and ink and talk and pound and podium pounding. And in Atlanta, more than half of absentee ballot applications rejected in Georgia in advance of the November 2nd election were turned down because they came in after the deadline mm -hmm. created by Georgia's new voting law. So they got exactly what they asked for. Just that simple. Top of the Pops. You guys got anything in particular? I do. Jen, you want to go first? You go on. You go on. All right. So there's this group. Let me pull this up real quick. There's this group uh, that's been stuck in a pub in the United Kingdom. I read this. Dozens of yes. dozens of patrons, 61 people, <laughs> stuck, snowed in at an English pub for three nights. Uh, they all went to see a Oasis cover band. And then oh uh, Storm <laughs> Arwen <laughs> Sounds fun. blanketed the region in heavy snow and uh, lashed power lines with winds as high as 98 miles per hour. More than 100 tickets have been sold. And, uh, yeah, they, they all got stuck. So, uh, For that like was, six days? So that day was the day that it was thrown <laughs> back to them. Anybody got anything you want to hear? Wonderwall! Again? Wonderwall! 817 times. We can play Don't Look Back in Anger, I guess. Champagne Supernova takes up a little more time. Supernova. Uh, it says we, are, we arrived on Friday 
And with the weather becoming stronger, I knew it was going to be a long weekend, said patron Tom Rigby. Expecting a real pisser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see, see, that was Rebecca making fun of Savannah Guthrie and then Russell making fun of Rebecca making fun of Savannah Guthrie. <laughs> that's, my, that's the way this contest <laughs> yeah. is going to work from now on. This one guy says, yeah, it was a blizzard. It was insane. When you ripped the tent to shreds. First night of maybe 15 of us on sofas, we just lay where we could. It was like an adult sleepover. Oi! <laughs> Swearing me mum. <laughs> Oi. That's if all it, I got. That's pretty good. If, it, if, very if good. it hair lips the queen. <laughs> o- o- Oasis is one of my favorite bands. I, know, I love Oasis. And I, lo- I love the uh, <laughs> ripping on the people that love them so much in their homeland. Yes. <laughs> right, very quickly, uh, the sports barn with its three locations in our town been getting and keeping people healthy and happy since 1979. Weight training, personal training, spending, winning in a comfortable, non-threatening atmosphere all over town. Three locations, easy to get to one. And uh, my uh, concern is that there's just not going to be any rental property left before long. Rental property has gone up so much. Gilbert, Arizona, number one increase. Usually it's smaller cities, large towns, smaller cities. People are leaving the cities as a general rule. Mm -hmm. And the rent and housing has really been affected the town of Gilbert, Arizona, leads the way. Population of 267,000. Rent jumped 117% from September. Well, That's now crazy. we know the answer to what's eating Gilbert, Arizona. 117%. <laughs> and yet that makes the monthly rent in Gilbert, Arizona how much? The average monthly rent for an average person? Oh, how much? $1,866. That's crazy. That'll buy that's you rent. Uh, what, rent. Is, what, is it, what is there? That's one bathroom. Why would you move there? That's one bathroom for one month in New I'm York City. I'm looking at Spokane. I'm looking at Boise. I'm looking at Irvine. I'm looking at uh, uh, Hialeah, Florida. Um, uh, just just place Raleigh, North Carolina. And I am seriously worried that there's just going to be no rental property left because there's no money in in, in in rental. I mean, it's going. Doesn't up, that market correct up, itself up, eventually? Up, up. Yeah. And, and, Let's and hope so. Until everybody finally decides, I can't con- I can't continue to pay this kind of rent and not get anything. I'm gonna have to go for broke, sell everything I got, get a down payment, and buy. And then all, of course, you know, the the housing prices will go skyrocket. And now you're cash poor, and, and now you're, you're cash poor and mm-hmm. house house poor, cash poor, all kinds of poor. And you can't find a place to stay unless you actually have a down payment and you've got a good enough credit rating to be able to buy a home. I mean, I still rent from Robin Ring. She is an angel. But I know that the property that I live on has probably quintupled in mm-hmm. value in the time that I've been there. Yeah, I'm sure. So well, at some point yeah. she's going to have to say, Jeff, I love you, but bye. Either come up with the money or go. Well, the good news is in the 21st Would century. Would she sell it to you? Yeah, yeah, if I had it. You know, right. So far, the Chattanooga Driving Show is not raking in the money <laughs> to allow me to put down a, a down payment on ten acres of bluff property. We're not I'm, making I'm corrections afraid. officer money yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the good news is in the 21st century, you can attend a uh, breadline over Zoom. All right, that'll be fun. Um, uh, um, uh, I don't think I have uh, anything. Um, I, have, baby. I, I, I don't. I think I'm done. No, I'm good. 
Uh, there's Ryan, you got anything? A friend of mine's daughter, uh, senior in high school at a Christian school, has to do a project or a, a some kind of paper report uh, interviewing a non-Christian. Oh. So you what? got picked? Yeah, I got picked for that. So that's that's tonight. <laughs> you got but that could be that could be I any other religion. That could be any other religion. It's not just an, not looking for like a non-believer. It's just a non-Christian. Yeah, right, right. And so I, I said, sure. You so pay, if, if pay they, for dinner, cool. so we'll if they there. put you on trial for being a Christian, they would not be able to find you guilty of, of the jury of your peers, even though you probably follow most of the rules without even meaning to. Oh well, yeah, yeah. No, well, I, there, I, I have a lot of Christian-like. Uh, morals, well, you, morals and activities society. in my sure. life. I just don't attribute them to that. There right. you go. You don't believe in the you're just you, a good person. You don't, you don't believe in the divinity. You don't believe in the the the, 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 the trinity. The, 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 we the, would like Jeff. To, the older I get, I believe in less and less and less. I understand. <laughs> we would like to <laughs> air, to, air that interview. Yeah. That would well, be I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But uh, anyway, so that's it. That's all Well, the last time somebody asked me if I wanted to be interviewed, it was for a documentary. And the first question he asked, he goes, have you ever seen a documentary? <laughs> <laughs> and so I knew I was in for a real, real rootin' tootin' good time. I was also going to be interviewed for that documentary. Have you ever seen a documentary? And I said, no. <laughs> the I didn't that know. Did, the I guy that know. did People of Chattanooga. Yeah. That was a great interview. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I enjoyed that that's, very much. That's the best Hey, I'm a I've person of so Chattanooga, far. too, dude. He never asked me one hey. thing about my job, about Same. my career. You know, not Nobody one ever thing. asked me to do anything. Proud person of Whatever. Rossville. Well, why don't you? Why don't no. you take the show tomorrow? No, forget Run the it. Show tomorrow. Forget it. Do the editorial tomorrow. <laughs>